It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, James Erpine. Great to be with you on this Thursday. A lot to get to on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app. Every single podcast posted at LockedOnBengals.com. And uh, right now at LockedOnBengals.com, there's a lot, including my conversations with Carl Lawson, Tyler Boyd, Andy Dalton. Russ Heltman wrote about the linebackers and what they're going to do without Vontez Perfect. A year in the life of the Bengals, 2005. It was my favorite year to be a Bengals fan. Andrew Dunn wrote about it. It was my favorite season. It was so much fun. It ended awful, but it doesn't take away from how it was that season. That and so much more at LockedOnBengals.com. Also, something I wrote today. And it's the feature story right now at LockedOnBengals.com. I wrote about the Bengals offense and what it's done to improve itself and how it's – because I try to learn from my mistakes, right? Like we always do that in life. And I whiffed on this team last year. I whiffed. And now looking at it, I see why. I was banking on a bunch of question marks, unproven commodities. And this year, I've looked at this offense, and on paper, heck, it looks better than ever. It could be, on paper, this offense could be 2015-esque with a running game, with a a dynamic running back duo in Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard. They didn't have that in 15. Jeremy Hill wasn't that good in 15. Gio was just okay in 15. They could be better than that on offense this year, but there's a lot of what-ifs. They concern me. I wrote about that on the website right now, LockedOnBengals.com. It's great to be with you today. There's a few things I want to get to. And the first, it's actually, I didn't plan on talking about this today, but it got brought up. And it, it got brought up this morning on Twitter. And let's see here. Tyler tweeted me. Tweet, tweets me at 8.30 in the morning. I, I see it. And it was actually a day I slept in. It was perfect. Um, slept in. And I look up, I'm up for probably 10 minutes, look at my phone, Tyler tweets me and he says, do you see the Bengals extending both Geno and Dunlap before this season or extend Dunlap and tag Geno at the end of next season? And I think it has to be the other way. I think if you're going to do that, and I get why you would, I would extend Geno. Say it out loud, ask yourself, who's more important? Who is more important? Geno Atkins, Carlos Dunlap. I think it's pretty obvious who's more important. It is Geno Atkins, right? I mean, we all agree there. So if that's the case, you got to re-sign Geno. That's what I would do. Unless you think he's falling off. I don't think he is. I think he's going to be good for the next couple years. And then you flip it. Carlos Dunlap, is he valuable? Yes. Is he really good? Yes. Ultimately, with both of those guys, I want them both. Keep them around if you can. By the way, Carlos Dunlap, and this is probably why Tyler asked this question, Carlos Dunlap reported to OTAs was in Cincinnati yesterday. So overall, okay, try to extend both. 
but it's not a perfect world. If I'm Dunlap, I want money. And they probably aren't going to be willing to overpay. Maybe they come to a deal. Maybe Gino says, no, I'm waiting for Aaron Donald to sign with the Rams, and then I'm going to use that as the precedent for my next contract. Maybe. That happens all the time. And if so, that could mean they can't get a deal done with Gino, so they take that money and give it to Carlos. But overall, I think the priority should be Gino and then Carlos. Is that crazy? I don't think it's crazy. I don't think there's anyone on this team that could do what Gino can do. And you might say the same for Carlos. Fine. Um, I talked to Carl Lawson a couple days ago. He's a pretty good pass rusher. Jordan Willis looked promising last season. Sam Hubbard looked promising, or assuming that he is going to be promising. I'm hesitating there, but he's promising. There's a reason they invested a third-round pick in him. The pass rush on this team is pretty good. Obviously, Carlos Dunlap, a big part of that. But I need Geno Atkins. There's needs and then there's wants. I want both. I need Geno. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. The other thing I wanted to get to, and it is quite interesting, and it has to do with a former Bengal. Terrell Owens, well, he put a big middle finger up to the NFL Hall of Fame, or the Pro Football Hall of Fame, as they call it. We'll get to that next on the Locked on Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So I want to start this talking about Terrell Owens. And I've always been a fan of his. I've always been a fan. Uh, I get it. He's selfish. I get it. He's loud. Terrell Owens is the man. All right. He was so, so good. When he was in the league. So good. I mean, game changer. He could play with any quarterback. He went to Buffalo at age 35 and caught passes from Ryan Fitzpatrick. At 36, came here. And I get it. Chad was getting a lot of double teams in 2010. But in that really weird, awkward, what the hell is going on Bengals team was really ultra productive for a, for a stint there. Had over 900 yards receiving. And he missed the final two games. Would have had 1,000 yards at that point. Terrell Owens, he's awesome, right? It was cool to see him on the uh, Madden cover. He obviously got inducted into the Hall of Fame. He's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. And he released this statement today. He's not going to the, the indu- uh, going to Canton to get inducted. He's not going to do it. He's not going to the ceremony. He's not going to do the speech. Here's his, here's his statement. I'm going to read this for you. It says, quote, I am so grateful for all of the support my family, friends, and certainly my fans have shown me throughout my entire career in the National Football League. When it was announced I would be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the response received from my fans was overwhelming, and I am truly humbled. I am honored to be included among this group of fellow inducted individuals. While I am incredibly incredibly appreciative of this opportunity, I have made the decision to publicly decline my invitation to attend the induction ceremony in Canton. I've already shared this information with the Hall. After visiting Canton earlier this year, I came to the realization that I wish to celebrate what will be one of the most memorable days of my life 
elsewhere. At a later date, I will announce where and when I will celebrate my induction. I would also like to thank the San Francisco 49ers, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, the Buffalo Bills, and the Cincinnati Bengals for the time I was granted with each organization. I'm thankful for the relationships forged and the lessons learned while part of each team. I wish to congratulate all past, current, and future inductees. It is quite an honor to be a part of such an elite company. This honor is something that I will cherish forever. T.O. just stood up the Hall of Fame. Terrell Owens just stood up the Hall of Fame. Is that not the most T.O. thing ever? I know Paul Daner Jr. of the Enquirer said he should do his speech from his driveway during sit-ups. I mean, look, I get it, right? Like, I'm going to use this as an example. And a lot of you, I assume, most of you, maybe all of you, have graduated at some point. It could have been, you listen to me, so it might have only been sixth grade, but you graduated. You had your sixth grade graduation. Maybe you graduated from eighth grade if you went to private school. Then you have high school graduation, college graduation, uh, vocational school graduation, any kind of ceremony. We've all been to a graduation. Are those fun? Hell no. Those aren't fun. But you got to do them. You know it's part of it. I remember when I, because I, I had two, I got two degrees from the University of Cincinnati. And my second one was the one I decided I was going to walk. It was my bachelor's. So I was going to walk and do all of this stuff. And I'm like dreading it because I knew I would be sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. And then you get your name called and, you, you know, your family might cheer, but you don't really notice because they say their name so quick because there's so many people in the room and boom, that's it. And that's how T.O.'s treating this, except I went and I walked, right? And it's an individual thing. Like to me, this... I would love that attention. I'll be honest. We're talking about Terrell Owens, the guy who loves attention. He doesn't want to go up there in front of everyone and give a crazy speech, have all eyes on him. I would love that. Hell yeah, I would love that. And I get it. You can have your own private party in LA or your private party in insert whatever city you want to. Can't you do that the next night? Can't you do that the year or, or the, the week after? The Terrell, Owen, Terrell Owens Hall of Fame special. You don't have to. What are you talking about, man? Canton, fine. You don't like Canton, but that's part of it. No one likes going to graduations. Literally no one. Even the parents. It's awful. You have to hear, usually it's not your kid doing the speech. T.O., you're the guy doing the speech. Usually it's not your kid that gets seen much, if at all, during the graduation. You're the guy who everyone's going to be paying attention to for 10 minutes, for 15 minutes, for 20 minutes, for 35 minutes. Hell, for 81 minutes if you want to. 81 seconds. You could do that too, T.O. He was 81. To me, it just, it makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. So would you go to your Hall of Fame induction? I would. Dude, I, it's crazy to me. So I get invited to like stags. And they're like high school stags across the, the Cincinnati area. And I've been to like, if you're familiar with Cincinnati, I've been to like um, LaSalle High School and Roger Bacon High School. Elder has a stag. They all have stags. And uh, I went to one at my alma mater, St. Bernard. And it was a lot of fun, right? It also wasn't my Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> like every single time I've went to one of these things, they get multiple people inducted. This dude is skipping his induction. I don't care where it is. I don't care if it's on Pluto. I'm not a big country guy. Like, 
I grew up in the city, enjoy the city. I'll probably always live near the city. I, I like that lifestyle. Uh, eventually, maybe live by a beach. I like that lifestyle as well. But like, I don't care where it was, where it is. I don't care if it was in Timbuktu, Africa, um, the, the country lands of North Dakota, Maine, South Dakota. Name a place. And if it was my Hall of Fame, I would be like, all right, man, I'm going to get that attention. T.O. loves attention. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm not showing up. What's wrong with you? And I get it. He's getting all this attention now. Everyone's reacting to it, including me. But good God, T.O. Like, just go. It's one night, and it's going to be a lot of fun. You would love it. I think he would love it. And instead, no. Instead, he's got to do it his way. I mean, he always has. That was that's it. He was great. You know, standing on the star. How many people would have done that? I wouldn't have. Right? Um, doing the robot on Monday night football against the Pittsburgh Steelers, even though the Bengals season was virtually over anyway, because he had two touchdowns. You know? I mean, that's T.O. So Terrell Owens, congrats on the Hall of Fame. Why would you not go to your own ceremony? Like I would love to like that's insane to me. Maybe he'll rethink it. Because I'm I'm envisioning like him partying in LA or him partying in Dallas or him partying wherever. And yeah, that's cool. You can do that anytime. You get inducted, and whether or not you like Canton or not, you get inducted once in Canton. You get to see your bust in Canton. Why not? You get to put on that gold jacket in Canton. That dude's insane, man. There's no way. There's no way I would do that. And I, I don't understand it. It's him. Whatever floats his boat, I don't understand it personally. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Was that too harsh? Was that too crazy? Like, I, I would have to go. There's no way I would not go, period. Anyways, uh, a lot to get to tomorrow on the podcast. I'm going to work on – I'm working on some guests because next week I'm in California for most of the week. And I probably won't be able to podcast as much. Uh, the next couple weeks, it's going to be kind of tight. I'm going to probably do three. I'm hoping to do three per week. That, that's what I'm looking at here. It's three per week. That's the goal. And then we'll be back at it. It's, we'll be back at it July. So July on where all systems go. This next couple weeks, though, it's going to be interesting. We'll see how it how it plays out. I'm going to try to get some guests and get some things in the hopper. It's not like a bunch of Bengals news is going to happen. Um, so I'm being very transparent with you right now. So I think we can make that happen. We'll get some of the Locked On Bengals writers on, maybe some of the other Locked On NFL writers on to talk about the division. And, of course, Joe Goodberry. we got to have him on, right? I can't believe T.O. did that. What is wrong with you? Oh, my God. He's in. Go celebrate. Canton. Yes, Canton. Oh, my God. I could have fun in Canton. This one time, I, this has to be a quick story. I was going to Putin bay It was last year for my buddy's bachelor party. Putin bay is up in northern Ohio. It's like this island. You have to take a ferry to get there. Ferry shut down because the weather wasn't good. All right? We were going from Thursday to Sunday. Thursday, can't do it. So what did we do? We ended up in Toledo. Bachelor party in Toledo. 
you, if you're familiar, that, you know. But we made it work anyways, and it was a lot of fun. Then we go back the next day. The weather's worse. Ferry shut down all day. Can't get to the island. So that's Friday night. We didn't get to the island until Saturday. We had one day on the island. It was still a lot of fun. I spent one of the days in Toledo, the other in Cleveland. That was part of the bachelor party. It was still a lot of fun. T.O., go to your Hall of Fame induction in Canton. If not, can I do your speech? I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.